Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. This week we're talking about Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. And with me is Brie. Hello. And Vanessa. Hey. Are you guys in the holiday spirit now? (laughs) I feel like it's been just so gloomy lately that I have not been. I've just been like kind of like sitting around in a daze and like (laughs) I mean this movie actually did help with like me getting at least into like starting in the mindset of of Christmas which is awesome um so I mean that it does have that going for it so this is a movie that has three different stories it's an anthology yeah anthology compilation (laughs) movie and it's about Mickey and his friends and Bree, can you give us just like a short summary of Donald and the nephews and stuck on Christmas? So basically, this is Disney's way to do Groundhog's Day, but for Christmas uh, and involving, <laughs> I mean, it's true, and involving yeah, no, uh, Donald Duck and his nephews because the three little nephews decide to make a wish and say, we want Christmas every day. And Which, then- as, as we know, is always going to end up in something chaotic and terrible (laughs) yeah also i mean i think that's a good enough summary right like we can (laughs) we can talk about it i mean that's the that's the thing but i had some notes especially from this one oh yeah well no so i mean first of all i would like to comment on the fact that like we've we've come a long way from the uh, Mickey's House of Villains, <laughs> where, where like Donald is just like a terrible, terrible uh, parent, human, human being, but uh, duck, and he just he like tr- you know treats everybody like crap, and the nephews kind of get back at him in like a not necessarily like a, a moral way, but at least a way that you can kind of understand. In this one, they're kind of all just like little dicks, and he and Donald is actually trying to be like the the best like uncle ever for them so the evolution the evolution of this family has has come like almost like a complete 180 i feel well except for the (laughs) kids because they were kind of dicks to begin with too yeah but i feel like they can't get away with parental abuse no it's 1999 (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were like you know what donald needs to be nicer especially because i think he's one of the main five so they probably are like oh we need a Brighten his image up a bit. The Fab Five. The Fab Five. (laughs) (laughs) He was like an alcoholic friend that you're just like, why are you hanging out with us? It's like, you want to be part of this group? You got to clean up your image. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They had an intervention with him. (laughs) So yeah, he is actually like a really good uncle. The triplets wake up and they cause havoc and they want, to do Christmas again and Christmas keeps happening and they go a little crazy. Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if I would like it to be Christmas every day. No, that's exhausting. Yeah. No, well that that's well that was kind of yeah. the moral. The moral that yeah. they don't want they don't want it to be Christmas every day because at at the end of the day, it's just like, oh man, we have to do the same crap over and over and over again. How they figure out to in their loop is they give Donald the perfect Christmas. Yeah, but let's let's just like okay, but let's uh <laughs> let's actually analyze how they got to that. 
Um, because it wasn't like, oh, we're just doing this every day, every day, every day. And, it you know, and then they just was like, you know what? Maybe we should just like try this. It was because they literally decimated his spirit the day before. Yeah. They decimated his spirit, everyone's spirit. Like everything, everything went wrong because they decided to be like awful about everything. And then the tree crashed down and Daisy, Daisy is like trying to hold Donald's like, you know, spirit together at, while he like almost like sobs under the tree that has fallen down since he's trying to make. And that's when they decide, oh, maybe we should just be nice. And Donald is so sus of them. Well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, like, so something that's on my notes is one of the times they eat Christmas dinner, they have a turkey. Yeah. They're birds. Well, Candace, this is a cartoon and it's it's a, you know, for mostly for kids. So I don't think that they really have the whole cannibalistic idea in their mind when it comes to what they eat. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It oh, is- yeah. No, it's kind of horrifying when you think about it, but I tried not to think about it. Apparently, they're related to a goose, which I don't know how that happens. They have an aunt. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know the extended family. I mean, obviously, you know, Scrooge, but like, but yeah, that aunt, I'm like, who Who are you? I don't think we've ever aunt seen Gertie. her again because I didn't, I haven't seen her in anything else, I don't think. Also, how is everybody related to each other? Because, like, everybody's aunt and uncle. And, like, I know that 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 actually does kind of happen in society. Like, you know, either close friends or even, like, you know, whatever. Like, they're all called aunt and uncle. But I was like, wait, okay. So, Daisy is Aunt Daisy. But, like, Donald and her aren't married. But, like, do they know that they're in a relationship? And they just started calling her aunt. And then who's Aunt Gertie? It was very confusing family dynamics. Well, we know that Scrooge is definitely their great uncle. Yes. Right. Who he's there. Because he he was also, I mean, they kept Scrooge. Actually, do you guys know which one came before this? Like, was was there a remake of, I'm forgetting the name of that movie. The one with Scrooge. You mean A Christmas Carol? Yes. Did that come before this movie? Because I forgot to look that up. That was a very long time ago. And I feel like that movie was like, it wasn't they didn't it was like things. Muppet Christmas Carol where right. the characters are just playing parts. It's not like canon. Well, and and plus, I mean like he he's awesome at the end and he loves Christmas. So like Well, true. Is that but that's but that's your is that your point? Is that like That was that was my wondering. Was yeah. yeah, my query <laughs> of it of the of his evolution in the uh duck world of mm-hmm. being a girl. I think this of- is more Uncle Scrooge from DuckTales. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. It's, I believe it's the same voice. But yeah, so that's their uncle. I feel like they call Daisy Aunt Daisy just because they know they're dating. And again, Donald has just not put a ring on it. Right. Oh, man. Well, this I mean, I don't bl- Donald's incompetence, isn't it? Well, guys? no, I, I don't blame him because like, I mean, based on the <laughs> other stories, everyone is just broke ass poor like true which which yeah, i'll get into in some of the other ones but like that 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 would be my theory at least for now yeah <laughs> and plus she would have to come into raising three boys who are just a bunch of trouble too i mean nobody's nobody's ready for that there's something that at the end they take their sleds that were a surprise from donald and they create a boat for him to s- slide because apparently like Donald is just wearing the slate uh, the sailor outfit because he's a fanboy, not because he's an actual sailor. So that was just something interesting. Like his whole room is decked out in like sailor stuff. He wears like mm-hmm. a captain's hat, and it's like, oh, he's not actually like a sailor. 
I really like this one. It was cute, but it's like, you know, again, it's one of those things where it's just like, hey, kids, don't be a dick. Right. The end of the moral of the story. <laughs> it's a good moral. <laughs> it actually, I mean, it broke my, it broke my heart. You know what I mean? Like when it was, when, when he just, cause he, you know, he was like, the, the the tree came down and he was just completely crushed and I'm like oh my god Literally, every every but... single yeah every <laughs> single one of us has had that moment where just like you had such hopes and dreams and like you know and plans for for this wonderful thing where you go, you were going to make the best like you know the best experience for the people that you love and it all went down the drain and it's just that that soul crushing defeat like that breaks my heart. And so that was that was my only issue with it. Like, I understand because, like, I think that that's the, they probably want to get that message to to kids. Like, don't be a selfish, like, person. But it still was just like, oh, my heart. <laughs> wow. Vanessa got a real connection to this one. It, I did. I know. <laughs> so the next one is Goofy and a very goofy Christmas. And this is kind of like a prequel to the Goof Troop because, like, Max mm-hmm. is pretty young. Yeah. He's very young in this one. Yes. Um, Bree, would you like to give a short summary, please? Yes. Goofy does his best. Um, like, he, <laughs> <laughs> like he always does. That's a summary. Goofy does his best. Goofy does his best. He tries really best. hard. He tries, he tries really hard. And he dresses up like Santa. Lo and behold, things happen. And Max finds out that Santa's not real. Well, he and finds then, out because Pete tells him. Well, also, yeah, he was weird. Good- comes off as well yeah but he's already having doubts by them because pete told him yeah the whole the whole premise is because like pete is this terrible person who's just like always a terrible person yeah i know and it's just like oh yeah like he's not real oh my favorite my favorite part of that okay sorry keep going through the summary and then i'll i'll go well that's true okay i I guess um so yes he's having doubts Goofy's beard falls off, reveal, and then Goofy does his best to to try and make Max a believer again. Yeah, because Goofy, as we've talked about, is really just this stand-up awesome dad who will do anything for his child. And, you know, Literally. again, this isn't... This is another example of Max, lo and behold, learning the same lesson that he does in every single thing that he's oh, a no. part of, which is like, which is Vanessa is cheated about this. It's like, which is my dad is, oh my gosh, dad, like how, like you're so ridiculous. And like, how can you think this? Or like, how can you be like this? You're, you're like a ridiculous person. And then he learns that his dad has a heart of gold. How many times does he have to learn this lesson. Hold on. How many times? Um, every time we've seen him on screen. So the whole I feel so bad. Yeah, I feel so bad for Goofy. Pete tells this like five year old there is no Santa. Yeah, which who does that? I know, like you know, he does that, but it. But my favorite thing was like, it's like, oh, it's like an urban legend, just like the guy who brings the sweepstakes check. And I was like, I was, I was like, funny. what? What a very. Um, timed <laughs> reference as well. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> um, we're very. Did you guys? 90s. Did you guys find out kind of like Max about Santa? I, th- I don't. I don't even remember how I My found out about told Santa. Me, and he's a dick. <laughs> I I figured it out just like logically on my own because I was like, how do the elves like have like 
be able to use like name brand stuff like Disney and Barbie. Uh, wait, you thought about marketing from that young candidate? Yes. And then my mom told me I had to play along. Well, first I found no, no, wait. First I found out about the Easter Bunny. And then I was like, but Santa's real. And my mom's like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I don't think about this. And then she's like, Candace, you have a younger sister. Play along or else you don't get extra toys. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that'll, that'll real. Do it. That'll Give do me it. the toys. Give me the stuff. Yeah, I don't remember how it happened, which means either one, it was done in such a, a gentle and like wonderful way that like it just didn't phase me that much. Or two, it was such a terrible way that I've repressed it. <laughs> So I don't know which way it happened, but <laughs> no, like I was literally like, a, a ch- I was a crazy child. I was literally like, okay, well, all those Santas at the mall, they must just be representatives of Santa. And yeah. <laughs> they're like his like secret agents and stuff like that. Because literally every mall we go to, there's a freaking Santa there. Mm-hmm. What are, how is that possible? Magic. Yeah, magic. I mean, he's just everywhere at once. No, I was trying to justify it for the longest time as a kid, <laughs> but I just like I can't like saw through the lies. Yeah, no, it was my older guy cousin who told me, and I was Bastard. I can't remember like how old I was. I was, I think I was like still fairly young because I hope I was not stupid. But um, don't answer that. <laughs> yeah, but like. Anyway, so I uh, what one of my favorite things about this though was um honestly the uh that you know because there's this one one point in time where so the, it begins it begins because like Max obviously does believe in Santa and they're they're writing their their letter to Santa and they're like oh my gosh we gotta we gotta hurry up or otherwise Santa is uh, like you know or otherwise the mailman isn't gonna get it in time and it won't get to Santa in time so you know of course because it's it's a goofy thing uh the mailman comes and he leaves and you see him running down and so there's a like a you know huge chase scene where they're trying to get the letter to him and they go through the mall and uh this mall has stores like lumberjack lingerie (laughs) which was amazing and vanessa did you enjoy the reference lumberjack lingerie no the reference to indiana jones which one the giant christmas ball Oh yes, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking of sto- stores, and I just like <laughs> yes, no, okay. no. That was amazing. I and was then, like Vanessa. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I was thinking of stores, and that was amazing. And then the um the the CEO CEO shorts, which is you know play on C S E S E O Schwartz, yeah, or F A O Schwartz. Sorry. And so I just enjoyed that whole mall scene for multiple different reasons. <laughs> Again, though, it's dated references. Yeah, which but it's is really clever. interesting. Yeah, very clever. clever. Like d- dated, but at the same time, almost not because, like, wh- because people now watching that would know that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. Oh, like they did a they did a pretty good job with that. But uh, but yeah, so that was one of my one of my favorite parts for sure. And um, Max gets kind of cute at the end. He like mm-hmm. Goofy starts to like not believe in Santa too. So like Max dresses up like Santa. Comes down the chimney and like Goofy's like, you gotta meet my kid. You're really short. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, can we talk about the fact that again, how Goofy is amazing and he's like making dinner for this the, this this family who has like no money and like is not able to do, and uh and and yet again, Max is like all about making it about himself. Well, Max is he's selfish. a child. <laughs> I know he's a child, but like 
Uh, he's also I mean, very he does, selfish from what we've known about him. Well, and again, he does learn at the very he does learn at the end that, you know, like it's it's wonderful to give of yourself and he wants to make his dad happy and he realizes his dad has gone through so much. And again, I love that. But we also know that it doesn't that. stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max. Um, I actually thought I like really liked it though, because like Goofy, I feel like Goofy always gets a shaft. Like, in just in general, of him always constantly failing <laughs> at everything he does. So it's really, I don't know, it's just sweet, you know, to show him, I don't know, trying his best. Yeah, well, he always does. He's just, like, he's just very clumsy. No, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, he's someone that's very relatable, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like Mickey Definitely. Mouse isn't so relatable. Oh no! Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, no. I feel like he's only going relatable on a tangent. to <laughs> hatred of like, Mickey Mouse. I feel like Donald <laughs> Duck is only relatable to like anger management people. <laughs> it's you know, it's, I, I'm kidding. I feel for Donald Duck sometimes. He's too. trying his best too. Yeah, he, he is trying. I think he got it from Goofy. You know, Goofy. I feel like runs later. Like, Donald a meeting. For like people who just want to try their best, they're all Can't trying to be parents like... over here. Single yeah, parents. I know they're all trying to be parents. Yeah, Ooh, poor guys. Oh. Mickey's over here. Oh, I got a dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. good enough, right? Mickey's kind of like the ultimate bachelor. If you really think about yeah. it, kind just, of. Just drinking. Oh, I don't think I don't know about that. And like I, again, I, I I think we should we should we should wait till the till the last yeah. one to talk about Mickey. Well, this is true. But yeah, Which I think can... it it was cute. It was cute and it was cute. We're like standing goofy now. We're like, he's such a good dad. He tries his hardest. He helps out the needy. This is what happens when you get to a certain age. You you like you like realize that you're starting to side more with the parents and you're like, oh God, what happened to me? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've probably been more like Max, like, you ruined everything. But no. No, he didn't, Max. He didn't ruin things. One of the ornaments on Goofy's Christmas tree is Angelique from Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. Oh, goodness. Oh, that really? one hmm. we did over the summer. So yeah. listen to that if you want some Beauty and the Beast. That movie was weird. They're all weird. Okay, so let's go to the third story. Mickey and Minnie and the Gift of the Magi. So this is a classic, oh, no, I'm too poor uh, situation where you sell off your most prized possession. So that the other person could have something that they desire. Basically, it's a story about how our society has been capitalistic for a very, very long time. And it's always, <laughs> always, always been a horrible idea. <laughs> well, that's true. People, have, people they, have been suffering for a long time. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like, they could have made like handmade gifts for each other. And it would have been really wholesome and cute. No, but this was wholesome and cute too. What? Because it was like yeah, it was just, just it was like giving up yourself. That's like I mean, many sacrifice. Many sold her like family heirloom, like the only piece she that, has from her. Yeah, family. that did hurt. That, that did hurt. Would, see, that's like that's <laughs> a lot. I mean, he just sold what his harmonica. Yeah, but it was it, but it, but that meant a lot to him. That meant a lot to him. No, that I know that. I it well. wasn't like a family heirloom. No, but it was most. It was his most prized possession, and we don't know yeah. if it was a. Fa- it could have been a family wait, heirloom. They didn't talk wait, about it. Vanessa, 
Brie yeah. is just hating on Mickey. I know. What is the problem here? Like, that's the thing is that Mickey is actually a good dude in this in this one. He's, well, that's true. <laughs> he like he stands up for the for the because like you know he's so he's working at a Christmas tree you know lot which which okay first of all it's Christmas Eve. Why are people going to get Christmas trees on Christmas Eve? You would be surprised the people who shop on Christmas Eve. No shop retail. shop whatever, but for trees. Who knows? Like, trees. Last minute people. Like there's so no, many last minute people. I'm sorry, but you need to like okay. I, I, I don't know anybody who does that. I mean, you know, maybe okay, maybe there are people who do that. I'm just saying, I don't there get probably it. is. Based on the people in society, there probably are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just figure like if you're gonna you're gonna get a tree for Christmas, you're gonna wanna enjoy it before Christmas and then up until Christmas and then maybe a little bit afterwards. You would think. I mean, I guess they could enjoy it until like, you know, Mid mid January. What if it or whatever, was like but... tree disasters though, and last minute they had to get a replacement tree? That's true. Either way, I'm still like I'm still skeptical about this whole situation. Anyway, so he works at a Christmas tree lot, and he's supposed to be you know selling all this stuff, and then of course it's owned by Pete, so of course it's a terrible, but it's a you know really degrading, awful capitalistic business, and they uh and so he's he's just like all right, you got to sell all of these things, and so he's trying to basically um get this really poor not not mickey pete is trying to get this really poor family a to to buy this giant christmas tree uh, which they obviously cannot afford and so he's like oh you can do a payment plan here just sign and you know you'll be indebted to me and blah 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 ha 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 and they you know they're about to do it because because they, they don't think that there's any other options and their kids obviously want the tree want a tree and so Mickey comes up and find and like obviously you know saves a day. He's like, no, 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 wait, I found this other tree, and you know it's it's you know it's smaller, but like this is this is something you could probably you know get for that money. And they're so grateful. And so he takes all the the tip that the huge tip that he got from this other woman, uh, because he's like that's coming out of your pay. And um, so obviously that was really really heartbreaking. And again, the whole point of this though is Bree. Mickey is not always bad. No, I know that. <laughs> Did something happen at the Disney parks as a child with Mickey? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I think. Oh, no. <laughs> They're repressing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember he was the only one I would actually go up to when I was little. I remember feeling like I was meeting a celebrity. Mm-hmm. It I was, was like, I was like, mom, is my hair okay? Oh. <laughs> and like, I'm getting my photograph book ready. And I'm like. It's just Mickey Mouse. It's okay. He's he's my friend, but like I need to be cool because this is like his park. <laughs> I need to be cool. <laughs> That's adorable, Candace. I'm a weird child. No. no, that's. I feel like that's pretty normal, actually. Like Listen, everybody, yeah. I didn't get to meet Robin Hood, and I love Robin Hood, but it's because I cried because those animal, like I guess walking animals, scared me when I was little, but not Mickey Mouse. So, <laughs> I must have uh, liked him at one point. I no, I didn't really like Mickey in this one. <laughs> Pete is an awful. Yeah, he's a, like, he's a dog, he's a bulldog, right? Bulldog. Yeah, I think he's a bulldog, right? Yeah, yeah. He gives dogs in general a bad name because dogs are amazing. No, no I, I know, know. But, but well, no, but they. I mean, it's not like they don't. Then you have Pluto, who's an amazing dog, and you have you know, there's Goofy. lots of good dogs. Just. Yeah, you, no, I know, but I'm just saying that, like, in that particular, um, yeah. no, yeah, even, I just uh, need, I couldn't remember what his anamorphic oh, yeah. thing was, so I was like, it's a bulldog, right? Um, but yeah, Pete's awful. He can, oh, 
Who else is awful is Mortimer Mouse, who is the boss of Minnie Mouse. That, oh, that was so awful. And I'm just like, wait a second. Why did they use Mortimer Mouse as like the bad guy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this was your original namesake for Mickey. So why is it so bad now? His original first portrayal is in 1936, and it's called Mickey's Rival for Minnie's Affections. So, oh, he's always oh, been like that's so an a hole. I wonder, I wonder why they decided to like just go in a completely different direction. Yeah, that is weird. Vanessa, do you want to talk about what he did? Oh, so he is also a despicable creature in this (laughs) horrible version of America that we've that we've seen in throughout these these sketches um so he uh you know so uh, Mickey uh, or Mickey was working for the tree company and he was gonna he was he was trying to get the tips to buy the present and then um Minnie is working at a department store and she is you know working working super hard because she needs her Christmas bonus uh and because that's what she's going to use on Mickey's gift and so, um, you know, she's working super, super hard. She gets called up to Mortimer Mouse and Mortimer Mouse is like, great job. You know, here's your Christmas bonus. And it's a fruitcake. Yeah. And she's she and it's, it kind of get isn't it like thrown at her? It's kind of, it's kind it's of like, like really degrading. And so she's like a fruitcake. <laughs> And you're sitting there going, okay, there's so much wrong with this. Um, But yeah, that was really sad. So now neither of them have the money to buy the gift that they wanted to get, which, okay, so the whole irony of this, which is why, you know, you figure it out. I mean, I you probably figure it out. I did at least by a certain time where it's just like, oh, you have this this watch and then, you know, they have the and then uh, he has the harmonica. She's going to buy him a harmonica case and he wants to buy her a chain for the watch. Well, now they have no money, so of course they're going to trade in the harmonica and the and the watch to get the gift for the other, which is very sweet, but also very ironic, and also kind of sad, and also like, dear God. Based on the old Henry short um, story called The Gift of the Magi, where mm-hmm. uh, a husband wants to buy her a comb, mm-hmm. and she, she wants to buy him a chain for the watch. Yeah. So she sells her hair. And he sells her watch. So mm-hmm. they literally cannot use the thing. <laughs> and I, I forgot. I totally forgot about that story. But yes, that's a, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, But and I think I think it's a very, very cute kind of thing, because, again, it is one of those things where it's just like you gave you gave up the thing that you that meant the most to you for somebody that you love because you want to make them happy. So that was the that was the cute thing that came out of it. But everything else was pretty heartbreaking. Honestly, it was kind of depressing. <laughs> it was all pretty depressing. It's not just like, oh, like, we care for one another. We sacrifice what we love for the other person. It really kind of shows, like, hey, if you're the working boss, maybe be nicer to your employees and to other yeah, people. For real. Which is yeah. kind of ironic coming from Disney. I know. <laughs> I was just about, I was thinking that. <laughs> it's like They're, like, very anti-capitalism in this movie. The whole thing is like it's not about it's not about necessarily quote unquote capitalism. It's about doing capitalism in a terrible way, which just has seemed to happen a lot, you know, like in and so that that that's more the the, the whole thing. But it's it's just fun it's just really kind of weird, not funny, but weird to look and see like, oh, this is like this has been happening obviously for a very long time. Which, you know, you you kinda know, but it's just it's just sad when you're like seeing this this movie that maybe Minnie wasn't expecting that bonus to buy mickey a present when she was expecting that bonus to like i don't know pay for her health care 
insurance. Pay for well, all no, the I bills mean, like, that she was, was trying to bill. hide from Mickey. That, yeah. Right. That was that was the whole thing. Is like that that stuff was 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 in there also. Like you have the bills and everything, and yet you're still trying to make you know your your loved one happy. And so like that that's the thing. It's like she needs she needs money for those bills for sure. But that wasn't the that wasn't the point of the you know like just because it's. I mean, it's Christmas, but yeah, that was, that was sad. Other than, I mean, like, that's the thing, like all of the morals and stuff were really, were really sweet. Um, and you know, so the, the, the end and in the end, it's like all about, you know, like, yeah, Christmas spirit and like being with the ones you love and, you know, making sure that you show love for the ones you love. Uh, so that all, that all was wonderful. Um, but it, it could have, I don't know. I mean, maybe it could have, but like, I feel like it could have just been not like less depressing over like less depressing overall is yeah. it? <laughs> <I think. laughs> like i feel like you can get that message across without completely like decimating you first <laughs> i think so especially with that last one that last one i was just like we're ending heavy aren't we okay okay I think so maybe they should have ended with the max and goofy one but i get it, it's mickey and minnie i pulled up the rotten tomato score for this movie what percentage around what percentage without going over do you think this is uh, oh, um, you know, it wasn't just based off of the audience that might be watching this. I don't know, maybe like seventy percent. Okay, Vanessa's going to be seventy percent. I'm going to say sixty-six percent. Bree, did you look at it? No. The audience score is sixty-six percent. No, oh it's my not. God. Shut up. <laughs> That's it. What? I should go on the prices right. No, that's so the that's problem is that you should have gone first because then I could have done something random like that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the but the critic score is forty percent. Oh uh, well, that's because critics yeah. is you know critics are critics. Critics <laughs> are critics. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They're cynics. Like unless unless it's freaking Schindler's List, they're gonna be. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I know it's more depressing, but that's the thing. It's like unless it's like super depressing, and yeah. Anyway, um, well, yeah, okay. So that makes sense to me though, just because like I I figured it wouldn't be super low because it, again, it's not it's not like a bad it's not a bad movie. Um, I think that that there's a lot to keep you interested throughout the skits. Um, I think they were cute little like you know vignette vignettes or vignettes, however you pronounce that. Uh, and they, you know, they, again, at the end, they did, they did really, you know, show the, the, the love and like everything of Christmas spirit. Um, so I, I, I think that that's why that didn't surprise me. I, I didn't think it would be that low. Well, I think anthologies are normally like hit or miss as well. Like I, I just enjoy like a one lot movie, you know, but they were, it was fine. Yeah, no, I think I think it was fine, especially yeah. since like, you know, again, think about children's attention span. And that's kind of what this is. This is for. And so if you're sitting down to, to watch, you know, because it, it's one of those things where like I am constantly surprised every single time I watch The Grinch that it's that short. But then I realize, oh, yeah, you have to keep like in order to keep kids attention you kind of have to switch it up every once in a while or it has to be just like really short so the fact that they did like an hour long like christmas special they have to make you know they have to kind of switch it up and do these little stories christmas magic is great brie can you tell people how to find us online yeah go to the geekywaffle.com where we have all of our podcasts and blogs and you can find us on every major podcast station really 
And also check us out on Twitter. Candace is a queen on there and it's at geeky underscore waffle. And also soon we'll have our discord up and running. So please join our uh, geeky waffle community. Yes. And we are actually like really active on YouTube right now. So we're the geeky waffle channel. Please subscribe. Candace started a Mando Saturdays. So check those out because those are fun. Well, that's it for today. We hope you all have a Merry Christmas and a a Happy New Year. (laughs) And a Happily Ever After until the sequel.